Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is the three amigos. And we have one of our amigos about to do something really freaking stupid. Uh, so he's going to tell us about it. And then we're either going to agree with him or tell him he's really freaking stupid. Uh, but before we do, let's, uh, inter- let's introduce him. Dion, how are you? Howdy, I'm doing great today. I'm not the idiot, no. <laughs> but I'm ready for round three. <laughs> there you go. Well, by process of elimination, the idiot is uh, the other one uh, with the, the little lumberjack. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So the uh, the reason why I'm being called an idiot, um, I mean, aside from the <laughs> reasons, but the specific reason for this segment is uh, I'm considering selling a single family home. Oh, this ought to be good. So let's let's kind of set this up. So sure. um, I'm going to ask you some questions. I don't know anything about it. Absolutely. But yep. knowing knowing your story, this is not your primary. So this will be an investment house. <laughs> it's not. No, my uh, wife. Well, wouldn't I, be. well, I have to ask. You never know. Mrs. So, Lumberjack was like, we're, we have nowhere else to go. We're not selling our house. Yeah. I was like, done. but they said they could get it this much. She's like, I don't want to do that. I was like, all right, all right fine. fine. So it's an investment property. This is an investment property. Yes. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. How long have you owned it? So I've owned it since uh, 2005. Oh, so quite a while. Yes. Very um, long time. Yep. And Dion, I don't mean to dominate. You want to ask some questions too? I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm going to follow your lead because okay. I actually currently don't know if I think it's a good or bad idea. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. I just tried. I'm, well, I know, I know the right answer, but we'll, we'll play along with the story. So, okay. You bought it in 2005. It's an I investment did. home. Uh, I did. It, is it a home or is it a duplex tri quad? So it is a, it is a single family home. Um, okay. that I'll give you some detail. It's a single family home. It okay. is on a lake. Hmm. It's on a lake okay. um, with a dock and uh, its own private dock. It's okay. a, um, it's a two bedroom. Okay. 800 square foot okay home on a okay. lake all right um and yeah i bought it in 2005 and i paid one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for it okay so um just based on the way you said those numbers i'm going to guess it's smaller than normal for the area it's uh pretty typical of the stuff that's on the lake one okay. of the things one of the renaissance that we had in new hampshire was Anything that was on a lake got knocked down in a McMansion as big as the biggest house you could possibly put was put there. That was kind of over the last 10 years. However, what that's done is drastically drive up the price of these 800 square foot, two bedrooms that are right on the water with a dock and beautiful view and walk out literally your 10 steps from water's edge. Got it. Okay. All right. So basically again, it's the dirt thing, right? The dirt is worth more. Yep. Dirt. Got it. Um, What's the condition of the property today? Are you looking at a potentially large make ready or remodel? You got to do the roof. Are there some big capital expenses staring you in the future if, if you kept it? So I just spent, uh, it took me a year and a half because we're by water. Okay. It took me a year and a half to spend $45,000 completely redoing the house. Okay. So now, so now it's dialed in. Now it's dialed in. Now it's got brand new heating system, brand new water system, brand new roof, all insulation, brand new kitchen, brand new sheetrock. It is brand new flooring, everything throughout the entire house. 
with the exception of the original rim joist is pretty basically brand new. So it sounds like you've had a year of doing this and you've had no rent, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No rent. There wasn't much rent coming in before because I had a family member living there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a diff- that's a different problem. <laughs> different <Okay>. segment. <laughs> so, now, so now, okay, so now you're looking at this. It's dialed in. It's make ready. It's turnkey. Yep. Uh, if you're going to sell it, now would be the time because you had nobody living there. I get it. Um, but tell us, what do you think? what do you think rent would be if you were going to stick a tenant in there, because it seems pretty desirable. So that's the challenge, right? So this is, I've never done Airbnb. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't have any short-term rentals. Okay. Um, this property is by far the furthest one away from me. It's probably 40 minutes away from me, 45 okay. minutes away from me. All right. Um, so just far enough to be inconvenient. Okay. Um, right. If I had to do something. Sure. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, so it's, it's probably worth as a two bedroom, um, outside of the lake, that town is not a very wealthy town or not a very well-off town. It's, it's, okay. it's a meager, meager town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably worth as a two bedroom, probably worth 1600 bucks. Okay. What do you Long, think? Long-term rental. Sorry. Yeah. yeah uh, so long-term month to month rental. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And what do you think it might be uh, Airbnb? Because again, anything on the water, anything oh, with yeah. docks, anything with pictures, I imagine uh, would be a good candidate. Yep. Um, so if you want to look it up, it's 33 Governor's Drive on uh, on uh, in Raymond, New Hampshire. If you want to look it up, I don't care about giving up that address. How much do you think it would make Airbnb? So Airbnb, and this is just based on kind of some previous Air DNA numbers that I had run. And that was last year. It looks like in our 12 peak weeks, I could probably get, um, I could probably get about 1500 bucks a week for 12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of a myth with Airbnb where people think you need to have an attraction. Mm -hmm. I have two or well, two friends that I know for sure that do Airbnb in nowheresville. Mm-hmm. middle of a town nothing yeah. around no hospital no nothing yep all of their airbnb rentals are four to ten months mm. so it's it's a one is a one-bedroom house where he can get about 1300 for it and he's getting wow. three thousand a month for 10 months right. so the the idea that it has to be lakefront that it has to have an attraction right. um i don't believe that mm. so you have those things added mm. on there so i i can easily see you hitting those numbers and probably not being far off in your off-peak times. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I'm shocked yeah. with, with what yeah. happens there. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I missed the numbers. I'm sorry. What were the, what it's were okay? The so so you're probably about 16 as a two-bedroom yeah. long-term rental. You're probably yeah, 16. about 1600 what was bucks it? A month. What was yeah, the, the weekly is probably 1500 oh, but okay. our summer season is very short. It's 12 weeks. Mm. It's basically really July. It's basically um, Memorial Day to Labor Day is really sure. our summer. Okay. All right. So now the big question, what do you think you could sell it for? I think I could probably get almost 400 grand for the thing at this point. Okay. Because there is no within. So once you cross the New Hampshire border mm-hmm. within two hours, this is going to be one of two properties available. And mine is actually only an hour and 15 minutes from Boston, where the other one is two hours and 15 minutes from Boston. Okay. So, okay, this, so 
the location of this one is pretty strong where it gives you, you're about 25 minutes to Manchester airport. You're about an hour, a little over an hour to Boston. I mean, it's, it's G and you're about 25 minutes from the ocean. So you're geographically decently desirable. Okay. So I'm going to give Mike a few <laughs> seconds to let his educated and experienced mind figure out what financially makes the most sense. And I'm going to ask the one question that I ask anybody when they ask, should I sell? Should I rent? Should I take out a cash out refinance? Should I do a HELOC? And I think your answer might be different than most new investors. Normally I'm talking to that person who's getting their first, maybe second or third rental, and I'm trying to get them on the property ladder. You have a different level of experience. Question number one, always, when it's, should I sell or should I rent? Is, is to me, it's not math. It is not math in this case. Mm -hmm. It's where's the money gonna go? Mm -hmm. What are you going to put that money to work in or what luxury are you going to buy? Because sometimes that's justifiable too. It's okay to enjoy life. You have mm -hmm. enough other assets to cover your expenses. What's the plan with after cost of selling uh, or maybe 1031 if you do, but if you're not going to 1031 tax, whatever, what's the plan for the money? So I would 1031. I'm probably going to walk from that transaction with 250. And it would go, it would 1031. I would buy something else that I believe with that 250 will create significantly more income than that, than that asset in that area that I then have to have support people for in that area, right? My infrastructure is all 40 minutes this way. For, like that's 40 minutes away from my, 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 my next closest asset. So anything out there is going to be different group. It's going to be an extra premium. It's going to be it truly. The only reason I kept it was because I vowed to myself that I would never sell that house. Not done. I was like, I have to redo this house. It's on the water. I have to redo it. You know, and when we had to give you guys an idea, if you, if you ever found the listing 33 governors drive in Raymond, New Hampshire, if you ever found the listing, when we posted that, in the first 30 days, we had 4,800 views on Zillow and the building office called me and complained and said, you need to put in your ad that the town office will not answer any questions on the house ah. because they got inundated. And he said for two weeks straight, he got at least a dozen or two calls a day on this property. And this is a small town. This is a town of maybe five or 6,000 people. So the, the building office is not ready for a property on the water to go up for sale for, at that time, because it was basically just a shell. Mm -hmm. At that time, I think we were selling it for 150 or 175. The people that we didn't do the deal with, they're the ones that should feel the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they should have done the deal a year and a half ago. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> I see so that's now in Zillow. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, um, I guess the one question pony back or piggybacking on what Dion asked is how confident you think you can get a 1031 done. So I think that I can get a market average 1031 deal done. Okay. I cannot get, I cannot guarantee yeah, that it's through. lumberjack level 20% return. Like can't guarantee that at all. What's the market average? Market average is probably about, um, right now it's shifted a little bit. So it's still about 10% market average on a, on the duplex that I would buy sure. likely with it. 
All right, so you can get 10. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, maybe, and maybe better, but 10 is kind of the worst. Yep. Um, what do you, so what, so what does it produce if you kept it? So the, uh, the, the waterfront one, yeah, the waterfront one produces, what are you giving up? Um, yeah. So I think monthly nut, um, is right now, I believe it's, uh, I believe monthly nut right now is like 1300, 13, 1400, right around there. Okay. So that's why return on capital as a single family house. Yeah. Return on capital, it's a couple hundred bucks a month at, if I'm at if my 1600 is accurate. Right, correct. <clears throat> Which makes it a money loser if I'm paying property management. No, I And you have no interest in short-term rent. You know, I, I, that would um I I I do but I don't. I think that where people make mistakes is when they Try, I mean, you can try something out. And if I were to try, it might be the, the one to try with. Mm -hmm. But holy cow, it's really hard to walk away from system money. Yeah. Like what you have, like what Mike has in Fresno, what you have in yours. It's really hard to walk away from money systems, predictability to then roll the dice at maybe getting into another asset class per yeah. se. You know, especially with the margins not being, this isn't like an oceanfront house where the margins are a thousand or 2000 bucks a month. Yeah. We're talking a couple hundred bucks, largely, you know, when you're a hundred and some hundred and plus units, a couple hundred bucks, it's a couple hundred bucks, but it's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So, you know, all kidding aside, you know, we were kind of joking at the beginning of this. Uh, I don't see any reason at this point why you would keep that property. I think you sell it, you do a 1031. And frankly, worst case, you don't exit a 1031, right? Uh, the, right. the worst case scenario in this case is you close out, you take the tax hit. Um, yeah, I don't know why you keep it too far away. It's the only one. Yep. Uh, you know, you're looking to do other things going forward. You don't need to, uh, you, don't, you, you don't need that. You're not like to growing that area. Right. Uh, I think you're right. I think it's about system and processes. Why? You know, if you're not going to do a lot of Airbnbs, given where you are, stick with what you know. Yeah, I don't see why you would keep it. I think I would sell it. What about you, Dion? I agree with Mike, and I want to stress something Mike said. <laughs> I don't see any reason why you keep that property. Yes. The newer investor that doesn't have <clears throat> confidence in their ability to get a return, confidence to pull off a 1031, that has the steady cash flow, even if it's at a reduced rate from the property and can get the rental income history on tax returns and all the benefits that come and the appreciation that they're going to experience. So I wouldn't compare year one to three with year 23, right? Exactly. Or wherever where you're at now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I agree. I think you're doing the right thing to sell. I probably wouldn't. Even with my experience and the size of my port, I have a paid off house on a lake. It's yeah. rented to section eight for 2,200 a month, completely paid off house. I, I could sell it. I would walk away. I, I'm probably in the same boat. It's worth about four. Okay. I'd probably be able to 1031, um, but I'm not selling. And, and let's be clear. I'm, I'm in a situation. I have several, I have, I basically invest in Fresno, California. I have six doors, three duplexes in a town called Madeira. It's about, I was just there. Yeah. You were just there. So, right. Yeah. So I have, I have three, if they're, they're not in Fresno, right? They're down 99. It's a freeway. It's a journey. It's heavy. But again, they're the same property management fee as my other ones, the same team, right. all of these things, all my, my <laughs> systems don't change. My approvals don't change. 
I would, I have set both, all those duplexes were bought around the same numbers. They're worth about the same. I wouldn't sell any of those. I will likely, those three will probably be ones that Teresa inherits, hmm. right? Uh, and, ha- and about half of them have gotten the full remodel already. So um, I wouldn't sell, but in your case with what you share, Zuber approved. <laughs> well, stay tuned. I mean, I think one person's at least happy out of this conversation. That's my broker, Jay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Appreciate uh, the help, gentlemen. Of course. Dion, yeah. how can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And if anybody else has a house they want to sell, let me know. There you go. <laughs> off, <laughs> off market are the great, the best deals. Uh, and Matt, how can people find you and Little Lumberjack? Lumberjacklandlord.com and Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks. Ciao.